All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the Pinecast. If you are listening, this is actually episode 11, even though you missed episode 10. It's a recap of the first 10 episodes. You can go back and you can watch that on YouTube. Go to CrossFit Sacred Pines channel. You can see it there. I'm Matt Dawkins. I'm here with Peter the Slammer Sanger. Peter, please tell us, who are you wearing today? I'm wearing Chubby's. <laughs> this is our sponsor today, Chubby's. Is oh. that really who makes that? Yeah. But the weekend, the weekend has arrived. Will you just stand a little closer to the camera so people can fully appreciate? No, get you closer to the camera so people can see. So this what is you, this is for like the, for the holiday luau coming up. That's right. We got the the palms. We got flamingos. We got pineapples, snowflakes, water, right, and candy canes. Sit down. All right. These so, are the candy cane lanes. I feel like I'm like embracing Mrs. Claus when I just wear this. He said he mentioned upcoming. Let's hit it real quick. Just so you guys know, this Saturday we have the Hot Cocoa 5K. It's happening in the Nexton area on December 22nd. We have the Christmas Luau. Bring the whole family. It's free. We're going to eat. We're going to drink. We're going to play games. We're going to give some stuff away. It's going to be a good time. And then uh, why don't we just keep going? Unless you have anything else for the Luau. I'm really excited. Peter's smoking some meat for the Luau. Yeah, we're going to get some butts. Some butts. You know, I, I know we said some butts in the house. I know we said no gifts. And we made that, <laughs> but I, could, I can't help myself. It's Christmas time. This is my Laker hat. I was just in LA. I was at a game, saw LeBron, take it down. And uh, I got a couple things for you. All right, we got some gifts here. This is a serious gift. This is. Uh, is it for me? It's for me to you and Alicia. And Alicia? Yeah. Uh, I'll show you how I open gifts. I hope it's not fragile. It is. <laughs> it's fragile. It says it's a serious gift. Yeah, and it's not it's not a it's not a phallic symbol in any wow. way, shape, or form. It is the it's a sacred pine cone. Check that out right there. Sacra's penis in the Latin from the Latin. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's from Roger. I really Gardens, feel like Newport Beach. I'm I am uh, well aware of the non-optional social convention of gift giving, and, and that is when you receive a gift, you must give a gift. Of equal or greater value, or else you're a lesser human. So here's so now gift, I owe gift, Peter one gift. gift two gifts. Two. What's got, this? We got three. Is this less serious? It is. Well, you might like it. It's not food. This is the stickiest Scotch tape I've ever experienced here. Fret and you Something got with aluminium and Scotch tape. That's a British for aluminum. Oh my gosh! This is going on my bedside table. No question. You guys check that out. The romance. Make sure y'all can see that right there. That means a lot to me. Good. Peter, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. And then we got the we got the last gift. I'm gonna need this frame back though at some point. My you wife need this. Doesn't. Yeah. This is a. You're gonna Indian give this frame. <laughs> okay. The last one. Can I say that? Is that politically incorrect thing to say? Wow. <laughs> Do I care? Trail, of, te- trail of tears on that. Trail of tears. <laughs> Get some updates. Uh, Do you want the aluminum back too, Peter? <laughs> My God. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing too, right there. This one will not go on my bedside table because Peter. I like the me, frame back. I like me some Peter. Right. And we're, from there, we're going to. I need to show you guys. We are operating today on some new technology, and I, I feel like I owe it to you guys. All right, this is hot. for you to see what is seeing us right now. That's our new technology, right? There. I hope you can see it. Got the Go mic. Hope you're appreciating the better audio and 1% better every day, as we say, right? So, Christmas Blue on the 22nd. We actually have a brunch and wad on the 1st. It's at 10 a.m., so plan to bring a dish, come work out with us, 
eat with us afterwards. It's going to be a good time. And then we are talking about competing today, so I want to go ahead and put it on your radar. The in-house competition, the Winter Classic, is on January 19th. And we already have, I think we have 16 teams of the 25 teams that we're looking for. So we're looking for nine more teams. These are male, male, female, female teams. This will be in-house. We'll have RX. We'll have scaled. And uh, we're, There we're, really is no reason why you should not be a part of this unless you're in a wheelchair. That's kind of the – if you want to stop there, that's really what we have to say today is unless you're in a wheelchair, you should be competing. Shakespeare said it best. He did. To compete, compete or, not or not to compete. compete. That's the yes, question. Yes, absolutely. And just so you know, Manny Martinez is competing. He got his team on roster today along with Rachel Ewert, uh, Julie Keith. And Kyle Addy. So stoked about that team. Stoked about all the teams so far. So today we're talking about competing. And uh, just to get started, if, if, uh, if that wasn't enough of a preface, let me post-preface the conversation today with, there's a, I think there's a huge difference between being a competitive person and having the desire to compete, right? That in a sense they're the same, but we know competitive people, right? Competitive people... They, their drive comes from the desire to be better than the people around them. That's, that's what drives them. That's what moves them. That's what gets them that 1% better every day. But you don't have to be that kind of person to have a desire to compete. In fact, uh, competing can be an incredibly healthy thing that doesn't take competitive desire to want to compete. Web, uh, Web, result, so. Peter the Webster Sanginator Please. says, to, to compete is to outdo another in a contest for prize, for supremacy, or other. Other. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about a little bit of the other today. But. So it's, you know, it's not really to outdo somebody else. I mean, competition is different than competing. It's more nuanced in, in how we compete in the box. It's a mental and physical challenge, competing against ourselves, working through a workout, uh, helping somebody uh, through a workout. So the yeah. spirit of competition, yeah. we want to put that forward in the Winter Classic and anything we're doing, we want to make it like a regular workout the day of a competition. You want, the, you want fair play, you want everybody to do their best, even if that means you might not win. Right. So we already have 64 people committed to competing, which is exciting, but we know there are folks on the fence. And so today is for you uh, to help, help you make an educated decision, right, to make a wise choice on whether or not you should compete. So Peter, what would you say is the most important thing to consider uh, when it comes to whether to compete or not, your physical health. Physical health. I agree with that. Listen to your body. Uh, so if you've got an injury or if you've got nagging, regular soreness, you know, take try to take it easy leading up to the competition so you feel as fresh as possible. Where it doesn't, you don't think it's going to hamper your actual performance or let down your team the day of. Uh, if you have more serious issue like ongoing knee problems like I'm kind of dealing with and I'm really trying to get ready in a month if, it, if the competition was next week I would not be able to do it so that's that's the kind of things you really need to listen to talk to professionals about it if you're not if you're not certain and I, I say when in doubt pull yourself out yeah agreed 100% now if you know you're just dealing with some inflammation and you know you could dial back your uh, volume a little bit over the next month month and a half and you'd be in a good place mid-January, then that's the route we should go. And consult your coaches as well. Your coaches want to be a great resource for you to help you sort of put a game plan together. And in fact, a lot of our coaches will be competing in the in-house competition, and it's going to be a good time. So physical, the physical aspect uh, is 
I would say I agree with you, Peter, is the most important thing. What, do you, what would you say is another sort of category when, to consider? Embracing the social aspect of it, the, just embracing the community of it and the experiences you'll gain, the long-lasting bonds and friendships, competing with somebody else next to you that you can take to the grave. How many people thought when they joined CrossFit, just to better themselves as an individual, did they ever say, I'm going to be competing against other yeah. athletes? Nobody. 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 I never thought about yeah. it. So the argument, it's not really an argument here. Really, this is a pro to, to competition is embracing the experience of you're surrounded by people. There are people in the trenches with you, right, in this competitive environment that want the best for you, that you have teammates in this particular competition they are going to be cheering you on, and we're going to see all kinds of PRs. Yeah. We're going to see people who are performing at their absolute best because of what the environment breeds uh, in, in a community-centric competition. So I want to talk about myself for a second. Huh? Getting into the competitions, I, I first started them out doing in-house competitions back in San Diego. They were called Friday Night Lights. And they programmed wads, like seven different workouts. Not everybody did the same workout, and he made them – to the ability of the individuals competing against each other so they were competitive in that itself. So that just doing that kind of like lit my fire like, oh, this is great, even though people were watching me do these in front of them as a public display. So when I got here, I've had three first places and I came in 14th place. But the 14th place was the Sacred Pine Invitational or the, you know, the Invitational. Mm -hmm. And even though I came in 14th place, I had goals for myself going in and I achieved every single one of those goals. I got two rounds full of pull-ups, which I didn't really have at the time. I got 140 on the snatch, which was my goal, and I wanted to beat the time cap on the, what was that, the, the box jump overs yep. and the burpees and the thrusters, yep. Yep. and I did. And so, at the end of the day, was I mad I got 14th place? Yeah, a little bit, but I, I achieved all three goals I had set out prior to it, so it was a win. Yeah, we're not anti-competitive by any means. If you're a competitive person, all the more reason why we'd encourage you to jump into this, uh, but you know, what he's talking about is another sort of drive, not just to beat everybody around him, but, but to beat himself in what he was capable of doing previously. He wanted to set new, better times, and ultimately that's how he walked away with a win, even though he took 14th place. So I like that. I respect that. I appreciate that. You know, you know from, a, from a, the social aspect, I guarantee you he had people in his corner in those workouts saying, get up, get another rep, push yourself, and ultimately – you did. You, yeah. you did, and you're better for it, right? And that day was just a great day. Yeah. Uh, seeing so the box fun. come out, all the people come to support. Yeah. We had so many volunteers helping so everybody out, and we were told by so many people what a great event it was. Yeah. And so that's the takeaway. It was just yeah. a, a great day all around. How about, you know, we talk about mindset as a pillar of purpose-driven fitness, and this sort of ties into that social aspect, but unpack what it means to, like when we talk about the psychological uh, maybe benefit of competing what would you say? What would you say is a, a benefit in terms of your mindset? I mean, it ties it heavily with social, right? Yeah. I mean, just the fact that you're making yourself uncomfortable and you're pushing yourself out there uh, in front of others, and regardless of the outcome, you're you're going to put your foot forward and give your best effort. So there's just so much to be gained from that. The experiences of learning to compete against other people, uh, encouraging other people to, to, to win and do their best, even though if that means you may not win, because uh, it's about the spirit of the competition itself. Yeah. But the self-confidence you will get just from a 
accomplishing that, it goes so much, so so far. And like, you want to come back in the gym, you want to get better, you like, because you had that taste of yeah. it. And where I didn't even realize I was that competitive a person, other than playing wiffle ball with my friends in the yard and stuff, I really wanted it. I wanted it more, and it just really drove me to want to get better. When's the last time you played wiffle ball? <laughs> Real talk. Uh, 25 years? 25 years ago. Maybe, maybe it was yeah. yesterday. Oh. Just kidding. Just kidding. Probably, probably about the same. I like it. So the last thing is, and, and for, for those of you that maybe you're still on the fence or you're trying to decide, should I go RX or scale? Let's talk about ability and how to decide. Let's look at specifically at the Winter Classic. And Peter, enlighten these folks about uh, whether or not to go RX or scale. How do I make that decision? Well, one, you need to look at the workouts that are being offered. Uh, so I think... Like can that, I do the movement? Can you right? do the movement? Right. So there's no... Like, if it was a bar muscle up, well, I couldn't do the... I couldn't go RX. It's not like the open where you can go scaled and the points and everything. So you have to do what's prescribed, otherwise you're going to get a zero. But here, I know we have a couple a couple people who don't quite have double unders yet or don't quite have a toes to bar, but... They want to compete. They're, they're going to try to go to the RX division, and they're working on it right now. They have a month yeah. to get it done, and I think they will. Yeah. Because hey, shout out to Nikki Zittinger because – And Jenny Fliss. And Jenny Fliss. I mean, folks that are making progress every single day that they're putting in the extra work. So, yeah, if you I find mean, yourself had, on the fence. She had zero double enters, and she did 80 today. What? They were in ten, single double, single double. Whoa! You know, but they got them. They got them. Whoa! And you don't have to get thirty unbroken. It's just thirty. You don't have to. You know, if you go back and watch the demo from last week, we threw it on the uh, on the uh, YouTube channel, CrossFit Second Time YouTube channel. Uh, you watched me do a demo, and actually, I, you know, for the event one, you have to be able to do thirty double unders, twenty goblet squats, ten box jump overs in roughly two minutes on behalf of your team. I tripped nine times on my double unders. I had to break up my goblet squats, and every single jump was individual. I didn't cycle the box jumps, and I still finished in about a minute 59.8 seconds. So, uh, you know, you don't have to be able to do the movements unbroken. You don't have to be extremely proficient in them to be able to say yes to RX. You just need to be able to execute them, and you got time to practice. And you can't register until January 1st anyway, so you have between now and then to find out what you can do and what you can't do. So now that all the watts have been released, you have the opportunity to go and check. Anything, anything else on that? If you don't, if you really don't have the movement, you don't feel comfortable doing it, then don't do it. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it's anything else. We yeah, want ask it to, your coach. We want it to be fun. Yeah, we wanted this to be fun, not an anxiety-filled day. Yeah, yeah, but don't don't let yourself not push yourself if you are comfortable with movement. So, ask your coach. Ask me. Happy to help uh, line you up with Scaled RX, even help you find a team. So it's supposed to be hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, those, those are the four really things that we're going to talk about. So sort of in closing, you know, I, remember, I, would, I would dare say is the sixth pillar competition. I don't know. I mean, there's so much around it. That it's almost us. like the test of the pillars. Yeah. Right. In a sense, you build competition up all those five, you sits on to top six. of if you, if you, if you know the fitness pyramid, you have nutrition, you have metabolic conditioning, you have gymnastics, you have weightlifting, throwing, and then on the very top, you have sport. So in a sense, you have these five pillars nutrition, training, rest, recovery, mindset, and what sits on top, the weight to see if those things can withstand the test is competition, actually testing your fitness, actually testing your capacity. And so for many of you, you have these pillars in place. It's time to test the pillars. It's time to test the strength of the foundation, not to win a competition, but to be a part of an awesome experience and just, just see what you can do on, on the uh, competition stage.
Dip your toe so, in the water and see how cold it is. And see you know? if you don't get that itch, because you yeah. know you might you might do this and it might light a fire and I you. got it. In fact, I would say this as well. Signing up for this competition, committing to this competition could do wonders for the way that you train for the next month month and a half. Where some people want to write off the holiday season, it might just give you some purpose and motivation to actually push you to oh, yeah. train like you've never trained before. We have over half of our Sacred Slim Down athletes have joined the competition. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Who do we want to give shout outs to? Tim Dorn. Tim Dorn. Patrick Dings. Patrick Dings. Kyle Addy. Tammy. Valerie Bolt's going to do it. Tammy's going to do it. Uh, Brandy Kiefer's going to do Kiefer's it. Brandy going to do it. And we're, we're going to come in for the other four. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. D, we're coming for you. Jimmy. Jimmy, we're coming for you. Christy, we're coming for you. We're going to get you guys. We're going to get you on board. It's going to be awesome. So, in any case, to compete or not to compete, hopefully this was helpful, valuable information to you. If you guys have more questions, feel free to comment below. And... Hit us up. We're in the box. Yes, that is the answer. Yes. Yeah. Well, in short, we just yes. made the decision for you. Yes. yes. Unless you're broken, you should absolutely be there. Don't let the excuse of, oh, I just feel like I haven't put enough work in in the last season. Don't let that be enough of an excuse to keep you from an awesome experience. So I'm excited about it. Yes. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for your time. Yes to compete. This is episode 11. Can't wait for episode 12. We'll see you next week. Bye. You got you got yourself scratching your neck here, and I I feel like that's um. Well, I had a rash. <laughs> so you were covering it up. It was from the wig. It was probably ninety nine degrees in that wig. This is uh. Now is this something? This is a picture that you had done before, or there's actually a, a girl's face on that. I was in Palm Springs. So you just did retreat. all this recently? Uh, I did this in Palm Springs. I added the Sacred Pine face today. Thank <laughs> you.